Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Graham back then, which is now 13 years ago, Mm -hmm. um, we had an innovative science group who wanted to do a lot of hands-on activities. Mm -hmm. But because of budget issues, um, we were not able to do those. So it was lots of begging and borrowing from different places to get the materials and equipment to do activities. Um, A lot of the things was paper. So paper manipulatives, paper models, video clips. And that's the way we taught science. But now um, students are able to do hands-on, actually experience it, feel it, touch it. There's interactive models now. There's building their own models. And then there's also using the same equipment that is in industry. So not only are they, they don't have to watch videos anymore, they can actually do it, see it, and experience it. And have they talked to you at all about how the bond will change the program? Um, Not specifically um, how the bond will um, actually affect the biotech career pathway. Um, I think they are thinking about Graham as being a a hub or a center for um, CTE. So probably um, a little bit more funding in that area for more equipment. Okay. And where would you like to see Graham like five years from now? Five years from now, there should be a, a waiting list to get into our bio, biotech program. Um, it's one of the fastest growing industries, especially right here in um, Alamance County, that this is the norm, that this is a place where other people can come and see how good quality science instruction should be. Okay. What has the reaction been so far with anyone who's toured the new classrooms or the new outdoor space? Lots of Oz and wows and I wish I had this when I was in in high school Um, yesterday the realtors came through for the realtors tour Mm -hmm. and um, got to see our augmented sandbox table and they spent lots of time making um, contour lines and exploring wave channels Um, they actually got to sit in these seats as part of the presentation they felt like they were a little bit more scholarly so um, just a general perception of um, people who are educators from other places immediately when they walk in, it says we love this collaborative learning spaces. And that's one of the key things and that helps students to work together as scientists do. And what about the students' perception? Do you feel like they have more pride in their school now? Yes, lots, lots of, of pride. Um, telling other people about the great things that they have here Graham doing a great job of taking care of the equipment always asking what's next what are we going to do next so lots of pride and I would say to add to that um, one thing that's been really fun is while we're doing labs a lot of the students have asked is it okay if I take out my phone and take a picture can I please snapchat this experiment to my friend I can't believe that this did that that they're really proud of and want to share Um, their experiences in science class. And I mean, that's truly one of our goals is not just that our kids are are going to 
um, improve their scores, but we really want them to, to make this part of their culture, that science is exciting, that science is cool, that this is something that I can manipulate, this is something that I have done. And um, I think that's been a really positive outcome of this is as they're creating these experiences and using this new technology, um, that they want to share their experience and this is something they're proud of um, and that science is being seen as um, fun and... And that is... Um, also, um, last week we had a career mini conference, mm-hmm. and so we had lots of um, outside people coming in. We have an environmental protection agency, State Bureau of Investigations, and they were amazed at what they saw in the classroom spaces. And um, it has led to our students want to pursue careers. Is that students today told me he wanted to be an astrophysicist? Wow. I guess they really enjoyed their earth science, their <laughs> yeah. earth science class. Um, a lot of them entrepreneurs, but not just entrepreneurs in business, but entrepreneurs in genetically modified organisms. So they want to have, they've done some of those experiments in biology class. And so now they want to like take an apple, an orange, genetically modified, and then be able to sell it and to market it. So um, expansion of wanting to do careers that that are in the scientific fields. And how about for you as a teacher, when did you start here and how have you seen the school change? Um, So this is my third year here at Graham. Okay. So I've really gotten to see the before and the after, or Mm -hmm. I guess I should say in the midst of. And I think the big part about this is... You know, we've always had the content and we've had such caring teachers and people who have been at 110%, but it makes such a difference when you now have the materials to support what you are teaching. But also the experiences that these students have, I think they'll really understand what they had and what they have here when they get to college, where, you know, they're using digital probes, that this is not seen as something out of the ordinary to them, you know, that they're taking a digital probe, changing the units, all of a sudden doing a start stop. I mean, they're doing true experimentation as freshmen. And I think, uh, as a teacher, it's wonderful that we now have these opportunities to help uh, the students do the science, not just learn about it. Right. So um, part of the story is is talking about how specialized programs affect teacher retention and just the basic atmosphere of the school. Um, and what, what I'm trying to say to the public, basically, is that um, the bond is going to help expand these programs that have been already so important to these schools. Um, and talking about teachers wanting to stay, I've seen at North Graham Elementary, comparing to before they had the arts uh, curriculum to after, um, their teachers have just felt like more connected to the school and more connected to the programs. So would you say that you, you feel that way about Graham now? Um, I do have to say that Graham itself has always just been an amazing place. So we're very fortunate. Our science department is a really strong department and have always worked really well together. I think the difference now is that um, when we're collaborating, uh, we're able to help each other learn with the new materials. But as a teacher, it's wonderful that you get to learn new things along with your students and you're able to give these students opportunities that you would hope to give them. And that definitely, I think, helps with morale of a school when um, you can give these students the top quality education that you know they deserve. I think along with that is um, professional development, is um, being able to be out in the field with people who do that as a living every day. 
and by teachers getting that professional development and then bringing it right back to the classroom it's more of a, a realistic feel to the students because Miss Zena she could say that I actually went to Georgia State Park and this is a rock that I collected from the from the park and it it does this and it and it does that that is one of the things I think teachers need the most so they need professional development that really relates to exactly what they're teaching and it goes directly along with that subject so part of money is that when you buy things companies will give you free professional development and that's one of the ways we've been able to um, do that as well also we've been able to showcase our talents beyond Alamance Burlington schools um, we've presented at national science teachers conferences at state conferences and at local conferences showcasing what Alamance County has to offer and how it's unique from some of our surrounding counties can you talk about the professional development that you're about to go to, the trip? Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to the NCAT, and what this is is um, it's myself and my colleague, uh, Mr. Timmons, um, and we are going to Ocracoke, and it's a four-day training where we are going to take a look at um, personal stories of North Carolinians and how it pertains to the different standards within Earth science. So looking at hurricanes or flooding and um, kind of hearing that story and integrating it uh, into our science curriculum. We look forward to year two because mm -hmm. year two is when Alamance Community College classes will actually be offered here. Okay. And um, there are students from other um, schools who are actually coming to the program and feel interested in, in um, pursuing those and so I think we'll see even more things happening this year which is taste uh, we had a mini conference next year we hope to have a large actual big conference mm -hmm. with that um, and we're still getting equipment in mm -hmm. and be able to do more things the, the integration of more labs I think you know this year yeah. as we're getting the professional development and it's been really fun to think about where am I going to use this next and how I can develop this or even just looking at labs that I'm doing now how to integrate more high-tech uh, lab equipment within and so I think next year will will be that much better because we've already kind of ha gotten our feet wet and right. and uh, yeah and it's not just isolated to the science department mm -hmm. um, we have our outdoor learning classrooms and so other teachers are able to use those classrooms um, one of our other classroom spaces teachers can come in and do collaborative small group work when we did our Lego robotics training our interior design teacher and math teacher came and they were a part of that so it's not just isolated here to just the department it actually affects the whole entire school Google we have the Google expedition sets so those are actually housed in the media center because we do want the whole school to benefit from this incredible opportunity and you know it's it's wonderful when I can say to the students we're now talking about weathering erosion and deposition and now I'm going to take you to the Grand Canyon and can you show me you know or where can you point out and and that students can really experience travel through that that media as well I wonder can you elaborate a little bit more on the equipment that you do have now that you didn't and the experiments that you are able to do um, let you, you, I'll let you start. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like let me take myself there like should we go to my Twitter page because I take <laughs> pictures of all my labs um, well, I'll do it what's your Twitter 
It's I'll, at Sazina Science. Yeah, great. There you go. Um, so one thing for physical science that I can specifically talk about is we use the uh, LabQuest, um, which is like a digital uh, probe, but it has many probes. So um, I use that often if we're just doing temperature, where we can look at, for example, um, how temperature affects uh, rates of weathering, um, just using the temperature probe simply, or we also have dissolved oxygen that we can look at. We can We've done it with relative humidity, where we've done old sling psychrometers and then looking at this new digital data and how they compare. We use, there's so many probes, the albedo and, and the other things that we have, uh, as I said, the Google expeditions. So as we discussed this, we actually went to the solar system and looked at solar wind coming off and, and how auroras are formed, um, which is just such an a powerful experience you know once again it's one thing to say yeah the sun gives off these particles but good thing we have you know our magnetosphere and and then for them to look and to see the auroras formed um, other equipment we we've upgraded the whole uh, lab so um, when we have we have now new uh, hot plates which some people are like yeah everyone has hot plates but the ones we have you can pick the specific temperature you can uh, which control the experiments that much better the sandbox that we have this uh, it, it's incredible where the students can create their own contours within the sand and then the computer itself uh, takes that imagery and so when they hold their hand above they make it rain under their hand and they can watch the how the water is uh, going through different watersheds and divides I, I get goosebumps thinking about this <laughs> let's see what else do we oh, have right. oh the, no. the, the also the really interactive like the stream tables uh -huh. so this was where once again weather erosion deposition where we had discussed it. We'd already done uh, experiments about how weathering is affected by temperature and surface area. But then this is where I said to the students, create something in the sand, mm -hmm. and then let's look at how different slope affect the, this erosional process. Mm -hmm. And so they're really contouring. And I think so much of that is just doing where one student said, well, the sand keeps blocking my, my pathway. And I said, that's called erosion <laughs> and deposition. And so, you know, it's really to make these connections because we have really brilliant students here and sometimes it's not um it's not their understanding of the content but the application of and right. now we have so much where they can apply and to be able to defend it so when we were doing an experiment um i said to them you know don't just tell me what the book tells me but you you need to explain to me does this support what you thought and what data have you just collected to prove that um and then i sent them out go go around graham and find me one one part of physical chemical or physical weathering and one of chemical weathering and come back and explain how that just related to what you did in the lab and i think that is is so powerful for these students because we can really transition to the concepts to the labs and to the real life mm -hmm. and and this this grant this this whole situation has given us just that for our students and over in the in the life science area um last week they um, extracted dna from um, strawberries mm -hmm. and then they were actually able to extract um dna from their cheek cells so we'll swab it inside their cheek and got to take home their own dna so high school students still like to do show and tell at home with their parents right. um taking um two types of bacteria a regular type e coli 
and then we also had some glowing bacteria and so they were able to insert the glowing bacteria into the E. coli and to make it actually glow and fluoresce and so that's what got them interested about genetically modified organisms and how that's what their new career was going to be. I'm going to make my own genetically modified things and, and make lots more money. Um, electrophoresis, um, we have incubators. I mean, the, oh, the grow lights. Yes, we right. have these, these lovely grow lights, or we can change all the different um, conditions to um, do those types of experiments. Um, we've had AP biology in the class in, in the past. But now that um, class is a lot more rich because we're actually able to do all the required labs for AP biology. And so what they're doing in those classes are the same thing that they would be doing at the, at the college level in those AP classes for that. Um, the Chromebooks have been absolutely wonderful. The one-to-one. Um, the one-to-one initiative. Um, and also with the ProWise boards and um, with those boards, teachers can display what's on their board into the student's computer screen and then pull up individual student screens and have that discussion with the entire class. So just the possibilities. Mm-hmm. We're still exploring them. Because there are Absolutely. lots of them. There's so much that... Um, it's exciting, and I think, and I just want to reiterate the the Chromebook, the one to one. It's amazing because it's becoming really, it's becoming the norm for the students. That when I say, okay, you're doing a presentation, you have 48 hours. That one student opens it up, shares the file with the other people. They're all working on different things. One person just put a picture while the other person's editing the same, and the other person is finding mm-hmm. the information to go with. And and that this collaboration is becoming so second nature to them. Um, I think that is going to really help them in the future as we are in this digital age. And it is an expectation in colleges. Your textbooks are online. Your class are online. You submit things online, and that's the, the same situation that they're now having in high school. That you know they're accountable via submission through through Google Classroom or through Canvas, and and they're used to these digital platforms as as part of their high school experience. And how many Chromebooks are there? Are they for the whole school, or were they just for the labs? The, the entire school? school is one to one. Every gotcha, student gotcha. has their very own mm-hmm. Chromebook, and it's there. So their fourth block class houses their Chromebook and every morning they come get it and they take it with them throughout the day. Okay. And I was talking to Dr. Harrison this morning and he said that um, they're still thinking about adding skilled trade classes. Will you be involved in that if they do that here? Not sure. Um, Those will probably fall under the CTE category and those um, pathways there. Um, Do you know how many ACC teachers will be here next year? Um, We already have one for... um, English, math, and I think a psychology, I okay. think. And so we'll be adding two more. One is going to be for basic lab techniques and one for um, chemistry. Okay. And so will Graham students actually be able to get a full associates or work towards their associates while they're in high school? They will be able to work towards their associates. Okay. So um, in the pathway, there is actually four classes, and they will have a basic laboratory certificate. Mm-hmm. Um, if they take those English classes and the sociology and the math class, they have more credits to almost completing their associate's degree. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Thank you very much. No, thank no, you. I mean, you. we're just, we're so, it's just an incredible experience. <laughs> yes. I've been teaching for, I think this is my 15th year, and this is just 
I feel in a good way like a new teacher. You know, you get energized with all of a sudden you're like, and here's the Lego robotics, and this is this, and these are the stream tables. And you just have, especially I think with so many years of experience behind me, that the content is never an issue. And now it's just like you have so much that you can do with your students. And, and um, yeah, I think it's just an incredible opportunity for everyone involved. I think that's the best thing is expanding the opportunities for the students just to see what is what there is to explore in life after you graduate from high school. Um, one student was was telling me that she wanted to be a special education teacher and she wanted to do elementary. And the reason why is because her brother um, is in special ed classes, but he loves science and they don't do any science. And so she was like, I love science. So I need to help my brother and to incorporate that. So even though the, their interest might not necessarily be in an actual scientific job, but still something related to science. And that is the, I think the most rewarding thing of all is to hear a student like, yay, I'm going to major in biology. Yeah. It's, it's the best thing ever to hear. Yeah. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of, uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.